guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. I am so grateful for today because you know what? I got one of my own. Well, she's kind of close to my own, but you know what? I consider my Mexicans to be my everything because I grew up with them. Kiara, thank you so much from Mexico City. Thanks for tuning in today. Thank you for inviting me over. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. So, Kiara. You are originally from Mexico City, uh, and you know, I get so many different stories, but I want to hear it. Now, you're, I'm sorry, you're originally from Guadalajara, and right right now you're living in Mexico City, so I would love for you to give us your perspective on Mexico City. Well, it's a very, like, busy city, and it's very, like, densely populated but it's very frenetic so like from there's no time it's like i think it's like a mexican new york even i think i would say it's like bigger because there are more people here than there wow and um like the the public transportation is not used as frequently for like much of the population so it the traffic is terrible and but there's also like uh, a folkloric kind of side to Mexico City that is absent in New York City. Like, for example, the mariachi, the food, yeah. everything, it's also present here. But you have like the big city cosmopolitan kind of vibe too here. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, you mentioned mariachi. That's one thing. I, I love the. <laughs> you know, I used to hear that. Yeah, every day. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oh, man, those are great times. Okay, so, (laughs) you know, Mexico City is, I think, top five or at least top ten, the most populous cities in all of the world. So I actually think we're number two. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Behind Tokyo, right? Yeah, I, I, I think that's accurate. Like, you could check the facts, but I think it's accurate. Goodness gracious. So is it like, you know, shoulder to shoulder, or is it, it it's not as bad as we think it is? Like, New York, like, being here in Thailand, I love being in big cities now, uh, mm-hmm. but there are some cities that you cannot breathe. And I don't, <laughs> <laughs> so how is it out there in terms of, you know, being around so many people, of course, you know, the traffic, that means, of course, that yeah. equates to pollution. What do you think? It's just that, um, for example, like I was making the simile to New York City, like they're the medium class, like in socioeconomic level, it's the predominant one. And over here, it is not. Since, since the economic gap is like way bigger, there are places where the density of like population is not as bad as some others like you will have some people that live in as nation is the medical term where like in a two times two meters squared oh, like yeah like room, china you have yep. 10 people living there and you will also have like the other part of the spectrum where you have like a super big apartment for two people oh, so it would like it is possible but i think it would depend on your acquisitive power okay Okay. Uh, yeah, talking about densely populated cities. Um, of course, the most densely, I think it's in Kowloon, Hong Kong, but I don't think it's like that to whereas you barely have anything. Like Sydney. 
Sydney, um, yeah. The, oh. yeah, the condominiums there, Tokyo was pretty bad in terms of like space. Um, yeah. but I'm guessing Mexico City, obviously much better in terms of space and stuff like that. So, yeah, but like still like the, the places are side to side. You, you're not going to find like big areas or ranch or like that. No, like you have like one building next to another and like that. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. So we got Mexico City. What's the second biggest city? Is it Guadalajara? Yeah, I see, recently I see. it so, became Guadalajara, but okay. before that it was Mexico City, Monterrey, and then Guadalajara. But now it's Mexico City, Guadalajara, and then Monterrey. Oh, wow. Okay, so what? I'm guessing Guadalajara, they have about, what, 10 million or something? Maybe more? Oh, I'm failing you here. I don't know the exact number. Oh, okay, Sorry. okay, okay. All right, so... So you got the big cities. How about the smaller places, the beautiful places that no one talk about? Not that no one talks about. Like in America, when I was, you know, growing up, everyone always say Cancun, Cancun, Cancun. But you know, I'm like, you know what? That's too commercialized. I want something yeah. that has more of a cultural feel. What 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 would you recommend? Well, for starters, tequila, which is like a, <laughs> like the place where tequila was invented. Where I'm sorry, where is that? Tequila. Huh? Is that I'm sorry, you said tequila. Yeah, tequila is a little town in Guadalajara where really? tequila was invented. Get out of here. Are you serious? I'm totally what? serious. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going there tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> it's really cool. And there's like a little trip in which from Guadalajara you take the train that takes you to the like to the little town where like obviously like major brands of tequila have their factories and like they give you a catering of like different tequilas and like for you to like savor it and they explain to you how to blah 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 you obviously end up wasted once you reach the city but <laughs> it's really cool <laughs> okay okay um what about acapulco mm, oh that's a hard one because it used to be like really cool like in the eighties, it was the most go most to go place. Like I think Elvis has like a had a movie in which they he went to Acapulco. But um, right now, the kind of insecurity in that state, which is Guerrero, mm. rises like to a non-presidented level. Oh. So it's really pretty and it's really cool, but I would not advise people to go there at the moment. Okay, all right, guys. No Acapulco. Sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Um, what else? What about small? Um, I love the historical side. Now, uh, correct my ignorance. I do apologize. I did not look <laughs> no, this up. Hurt. But the Mayans and the Aztecs. Um, uh-huh. are those, were those both tribes in Mexico or did that extend more towards like, you know, it's the Mayans in Mexico, right? I can't remember. Or were there two tribes out there in Mexico? Both of them were. Okay. It's okay. Just that okay. Ma- the Maya people or were like, were from Quintana Roo, like from the South of Mexico to right. like Guatemala, Belize, to South, to like the South, to the North of Central America. And the Aztecs were more in the central kind of like territory of Mexico, like Mexico City, Este Morelos, Cuernavaca, like that. And um, 
the Maya people were like the, <laughs> like if you translate that to like the stereotypical people, yeah, the Mayas were like like the nerds because they like obviously loved like astronomy and numbers oh. and everything, oh, okay. and the Aztecs were like the mm, like the big guy. Everyone paid tribute to them because they were good with like at making war. Mm. So they were different cultures, mm. and in terms of like hegemony, the Aztecs were were obviously more dominant than the Mayans, but the Mayans um, get, like left uh, a more important legacy, in, like intellectu intellectually speaking. Okay, okay. So if if let's, I don't know if they have uh, historical sites. I'm sure they have some UNESCO uh, yeah. World Heritage sites. Um, where is Absolutely. that located? Is that near like outside Mexico City or? For example, um, for the, like for the Aztec culture in Mexico City, we have Teotihuacan, which is like the major city from for them. You said they like have... it was mm -hmm. Teotihuacan, Teotihuacan, right? Oh uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. And there, the, there you you'll find the moon and the sun pyramids, mm -hmm. which were like big. And for the Mayans, you have Tulum, you have Chichen Itza, which are both near Cancun. Oh, okay. Okay, man, that's so, I love that, man. I used to learn about that back in middle school, and I'm like, man, I would like to learn so much more, uh, so much more about that. And okay, so Teotihuacan, just like, um, what is it, in Peru, they have Machu Picchu. Exactly. Okay. Okay, man. That's man. That's what I love. I love that history. Okay, man. I can't wait to go to Mexico. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. So let's talk about let's talk about food. I miss carne asada. <laughs> well, that's more like in the north part of the country, but oh. I get it. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's like like norteños, like uh, regios, which are people from Monterrey, and. Uh, Sonora, Sinaloa, Chihuahua, like their thing is to make carne asada. Oh. Like in the central part of Mexico, like it can happen, but it's not so typical. And in the south, not really. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm guessing, okay, just like, um, what is it? Gumbo and, and Chitlins is very famous in the south of United States. But it's not famous on the West Coast. What's famous on the West Coast is like Roscoe's chicken and waffles. I can't believe people eat that together. And then, I, yeah. I don't even that either. But I, I guess they do it for a reason. I mean. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so what kind of food? What kind, From, of course, Guadalajara, Mexico City. What are the differences? Mm, um. It's pretty similar, but uh, Guadalajara has like more kind of typical dishes from there. And here in in Mexico City, like since it's a big city, it has more of a mixture of everything. Like people from everywhere in the country come here. So like they install their typical dishes. So you would have like um, Carne asada from the north, you would have chiles en nogada from Puebla, you would have um, uh, seafood from like the south, uh -huh. and it all convert, com like converges here. But wow. in Guadalajara, which is like in the it's, um, east coast, no, it's west coast right. for Mexico, um, pretty much it's like uh, there's a uh, uh, dessert right. called jericaya, 
there is and like the most typical dish you'll ever hear from it is la torta ahogada because in Guadalajara they make a certain type of bolillo, a bolillo is a type of bread, but um, it's like a little bit more, um, it's not as soft as the typical bolillo, so they submerge it in salsa oh. and it's filled with meat. So it's called um, torta ahogada. What is the translation for ahogada? Like when someone goes underwater and they die, and they uh, they die, that's what I don't know the word for that. Drowning, drown, right? Yeah, like okay. uh, like drown torta basically. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> because the, like like the, the the sandwich or the torta is drowned in salsa. Mm. So oh. that's like the typical, like the most typical dish from Guadalajara. And it's very good, like for hangovers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. See, you're giving us the good information. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Okay. Because my mom, she used to cook arroz gandules and arroz con carbanzo. So those are two different kinds of beans, of course. But that's Puerto Rican, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, it sounds Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said that sounds Puerto Rican. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, what is it? Okay. So, my last question, of course, this hot topic is your accent. You know, I used to teach uh, at my alma mater, Rancho High School, in, of course, Las Vegas. That, that, that was the name of the high school, seriously? I'm so, oh, I'm sorry. Like for real, that was the name of the high school. Yeah, they have another high school in California called Rancho Cucamanga. Seriously? Yeah, we got the Mexican influence, <laughs> you know. What does what does cucamanga mean? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know chimichungas. You know what I mean? I know a chimichunga. <laughs> That's a great word. <laughs> I used to watch uh, Two and a Half Men. Uh-huh. And, and when there's a like episode where Alan says like chimichanga, 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 <laughs> and he says it just because he can, and it sounds funny. <laughs> And you, I, 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 it's very simple. I really laughed at it. And, and in terms of like accents, a lot of Americans they uh they say things without the accent. I remember. I love this. Is the my favorite story. I used to study Spanish in college, and you had oh. this. And you had this girl from Alabama, and Whoa. she did not try to say Spanish <laughs> words at all. Like, and why was she taking Spanish? I don't get it. Exactly. Like you know, like. Video Casatera, right? Uh-huh. She would yeah, say yeah. Video Casatera. What the heck? What are you? <laughs> she doesn't even try. Like that was killing a word. Like it was massacre. Like blood <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we would laugh at her so much, and she would turn around and say, "You, you, you." I'm like, "Hey, you the one okay. that." Did. <laughs> Like if you don't, if you didn't want to take Spanish, don't take it. But don't like don't massacre the language. Exactly, just like another guy, he would say jalapenos instead of jalapenos. <laughs> jalapenos. Jalapenos. I said, get your jalapy-headed ass out of here. What oh are my you god, that's not even a word. <laughs> not even a word. Like, don't even say it anymore. Just say a pepper. Oh my god, I, I would be so embarrassed. Like. <laughs> <laughs> at least you try like if you try and fail okay i will like it's okay but if you do it like consciously because you you're bored or you don't want to like change change languages or or like get your credit elsewhere i don't know you're gonna fail right <laughs> like, I gotta you there was what there was one last thing yet like yesterday there was a puerto rican girl she's like i don't know some kind of esports uh 
she's like an esports uh, type of, you know, I guess the type of person. And she is Puerto Rican, of course. And there, she said on her Twitter, she said the next time someone says that Spanish is Mexican, I'm going to smack the mm out of them. <laughs> so, can you speak Mexican? Can you speak Mexican? What the oh hell? God, yeah. Oh, I get it. But it's just like with, with like Brazilians, like. They get asked oftenly, like, do you speak Brazilian and they speak Portuguese? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's something that happens. Like, like for sure, it happens. Right. I, I don't understand. Like, I think with like for Americans, it happens a lot with Europeans. Like, for example, um, Portuguese or like East European countries. Right. When they get to the U.S. or they meet an American, they actually ask them, like, do you speak American? And like, it's English. So I guess we are used to like in our brain to relate the language with the nationality when it's not always the case. Ah, that's right. That's I don't right. really that's think it's, point. and I think it's a little bit, um, it, it, it has to do with exposure or like territorial kind of thingy. Because since we're like Mexico is closer to the US, people indirectly get exposed more to like, to think that Spanish is Mexican because they don't hear a lot of, like from the U.S. Don't, don't talk about uh, Puerto Rico because they all consider it like American. So they assume they speak English oh. or they don't talk a lot about Colombia. It's not for drugs or they don't talk about, about Argentina. So I, I think that people had in their minds that Mexico is like the, 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 like the major representation of Spanish because it's what they got most exposed to not not really in a bad way it's just i don't think it's their fault it's just what they know right 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 yeah that that's it influence they're influenced by different things you know like chinese you can't speak chinese yeah. you could speak mandarin or exactly. cantonese yes absolutely good point okay so i'm sorry for I'm sorry for the Puerto Rican girl, but I don't, I don't think people do it on purpose. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but it's a good laugh. It's always a good laugh. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to hit you with this last question. Your accent, your grammatical phrases, everything is very good. When did you start learning English? Thank you. You're very kind. Oh, um, so thanks for the comment. I value that compliment highly. You're welcome. Um, I started at... Primary school, I don't know how you call it, elementary school for like Americans. Right. But I used to hate it, <laughs> hate it, hate it, hate it, because I I didn't understand anything. So, um, like it hit me when um, two friends of mine started like talking in English between them, and I didn't understand what they were saying, and I got so frustrated that, that I said like, I'm going, I'm gonna learn this because mm. I am not gonna allow people to talk in front of me and not, me not understand it. Mm. So I really got into it like a last year of elementary school and then in secondary school, I, I, I kept having it, but I got into like the, well, in, in my high school, there was three like branches. It was basic, intermediate and advanced. Right. And I, I got into the advanced program where I took chemistry, biology, physics, wow. like all the science courses in English with right. American um, teachers. Right. And then in high school, like it was like the continuation of that, of that program. Oh, and in okay. college, 
what college it was all my classes in Spanish, but I had already had the exposure to like all the English classes and courses. So I, I, I like would I will hear or I hear at the moment like podcasts in English or watch movies in English. But I, I guess my like my forte was secondary school, high school, when I got exposed to all those classes in English, because it was not like uh, English class per se. It was another topic. You would have to like master the language in order to understand the concept they were trying to like taught you. Nice. That's a good point. That's a very good point. So you had to think and just immerse yourself in the English language and not try translating exactly. it into Spanish, right? Exactly. Mm. That, I think that was the key. Because I, I still remember in, in elementary when I, I would, like, every time it, someone told me something in Spanish, in Spanish, in English, I would, like, translate it in my head in Spanish. And when that sto stopped happening, it, my English got better. Wow. That right. Guys, listen to this. Listen to this very carefully because, again, <laughs> I had another guy from Guinea, uh, the African nation, mm -hmm. but he speaks five languages. And, wow. I, and I told him, I said, how'd you do it? He said, That's impressive. amazing, isn't it? And they're the hardest languages in the world. English, Arabic, Bahasa, French, and oh his name. Oh, my just God. Ridiculous. Wow. Oh, my that God. That guy is a, is a genius. I mean. I'm telling you. And he could he should get like four <laughs> translators and translate everything he does into that native tongue so he could reach out to everyone on the globe. So That's so, like, that's a noble labor. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm getting really serious. I remember when I went to Hawaii and I there was one day I oh went to Oh my god, I want to go there. Yeah. Oh I, I, I have seen pictures and it's so pretty. So <laughs> so pretty. It's like paradise. I, I'm not sure that like that's how paradise ones look like. Right, right. No, I'm don't get me wrong. You got to you have to go with someone to Hawaii to have an actual good time. If you travel alone, <laughs> America, yeah, America's not a place that you could travel all alone and have a good time. No, no, I, I don't know. It's just like Australia. I can't just <laughs> travel alone to Australia. Woohoo! Australians, I'm here. It doesn't work like that. It's not like Thailand. <laughs> it's not like Bali or Japan or China or Mongolia. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But um, th that's a very, very interesting point. So um, I ended up, um, yeah, I went to Hawaii and I remember this girl, she was trying to talk to me, but she only spoke Japanese. She was the most beautiful nurse I've ever seen in my life. And you know what? <laughs> That's when I realized what? I was so one dimensional, Kiara. I was like, I'm so American. I speak only one language. That's it. So <laughs> I got serious. I went home and I said, I'm going to learn Japanese. I'm going to go back and I'm going to find my woman. <laughs> that never that never worked, though. That never worked. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, well, you tried, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Only for trying. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. All right, guys. Uh, Kiara, again, that was an awesome podcast. I do want to do different podcasts in terms of having someone come on and they could teach us about the basics of that specific language. I think that would be very, very interesting. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, so I would love to have you on again in the future. Uh, and thanks so much for coming on. Thank you again for inviting me. I really had a good time. You're welcome. And guys, stay tuned for more. Uh, again, I was been I've been waiting so long to get someone from Mexico on, and my goal has been <laughs> achieved, and I've developed a wonderful friendship, and I'm just so grateful to have Kiara on. So. 
Guys, stay tuned for more. You already know who it is. This is your host, Arsenio. Over and out.